Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around. So little, and we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it will matter, keep me company down Well, hello there And welcome we'll to Rollercoaster I'm your host, Megano Apologies guys if I'm being a wee bit quieter than usual It's actually really early on a Monday morning My mum's still in bed Because uh, she works like different shifts now So I'm trying to be a wee bit quieter I've also moved location to my room downstairs, which has proven difficult. You should see my setup right now. It's really strange. However, the show must go on. So apologies in advance if I seem quieter. To be honest, my amazing editor, Tom, will probably make it seem like there's no difference. But anyway, hello. Welcome back to a new episode. Let me fill you in, guys. I'm still somehow rough from Ibiza. I've been back for five days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, now it's Monday. Yeah, this is like my fifth day being home. Why I still don't feel normal is one, alarming, two, annoying. I had the worst weekend ever. I felt so bleh all weekend. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not even coming to anything. I kind of wish I'd just hurry up and like be sick or I don't know, just have like a bad day so I get out of my system. I feel like every day I just have this lingering, yucky, meh feeling like... I feel sick, but I'm not going to be sick. I feel really dizzy all the time. I get kind of hot and sweaty. Like, I went for a bath last night and I actually thought I was going to pass out from the heat. It's weird. And the Ibiza Blues, if you've been to Ibiza, also, guys, this episode won't be about Ibiza. I know I done that last week. You'll be like, shut up. Shut up, please. Um, But the Ibiza Blues are so real. Like, it's actually not right how sad you feel once you're home. It's horrible. So, anyway... 
long spool about how I feel right now. I wanted to make today's episode a more serious one because you know it's roller coasting. Life goes up and it goes down. We've not done a serious episode this full season. So yesterday I took so long writing notes. I was so prepared. I got really deep into it. And I actually think it was too serious for the mind frame I'm in right now. And I actually made myself feel horrifically bad. I was going to do an episode on anxiety, like my personal experiences and struggles, whatever, with anxiety. And I actually feel like I nearly put myself into a panic attack. It was not good. So we're saving that for next week. I will speak about it with you next week. So you know that is coming. But for today, I need something more lighthearted, more chilled out. So I decided let's do a little assumptions. Assumptions about Megano. So a little rundown on how this is going to work. If you don't follow at Rollercoaster Podcast on Instagram, then you wouldn't have seen the story which asked you guys to send in your assumptions about me. And now you're going to feel like a wee silly billy, aren't you? So lesson learned is to go follow at Rollercoaster Podcast on Instagram so you can get involved, keep updated on episodes like today. So for those of you who do follow me and did interact, thank you very much. You guys have sent me some of your assumptions about me and I'm going to answer them. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I think we're all capable of managing that. So thank you so much for joining and let's go. Okay, so our first one is, you're always happy. Um, I would have to say this is false because always is not correct. I'd say I am majority of the time happy. I'd say it's probably like a good, at least, I'd say probably 75% of the time I'm happy. 25% of the time I have my bad days, sad days, worried days. You'll find out more about that in next week's episode, which is about anxiety. As I said, I'm going to be a very open book. I'm going to delve deep into my personal struggles that you maybe don't see so much and maybe wouldn't expect from me. But no, I'm not always happy. I understand why people think that because what I choose to post is like really upbeat, hyper, daft content. And that's because that's what I want to post. I want people to be on my page or wherever they are, listening to a podcast, watching TikTok, watching YouTube. I want them to come away from it feeling like on a positive note or uplifted or whatever. Um, But I also don't want to lie to you guys because then you guys think I'm always happy. And then that's that easy trap you can get into where you compare your life to like other people's and you're like well theirs is so perfect they're always happy I'm not and that's far from the truth so I will be opening up with you guys a lot more next week which I'm a bit nervous about but no I'm not always happy but I'm very lucky to say majority of the time I am happy because I'm happy clap along if you feel like happiness is for you so hard to be quiet (sighs) You want to have a really big, expensive wedding. I mean, yes, probably, and no. I don't want it to be expensive. Who wants anything to be expensive? But I do want a big wedding. I want, like, the classic princess wedding. Like, I want it to be as close to Disney as possible. (laughs) Um, I want it to be really extra, really grand. 
sorry, really Prince, really Prince Charming vibes. Yeah, I feel like I probably will want quite a big wedding. I don't know, it's not something I've thought about too much because I really don't see that happening anytime soon. So I don't know like how many people I'd want there, like would I want it here? I think my latest thing is I probably would like it in Ibiza because it's my favourite place in the world. So it only makes sense to tie the knot in your favourite place in the world. But then I always worry about weddings abroad. I'm like, what if like, elderly people can't make it obviously it's a big ask like asking people to take time off work and then paying for their flights and accommodation like it's quite a lot to ask someone to go on holiday for your wedding but then again that means it's only the people who actually really want to be there who will be there which is quite nice who knows but yeah I feel like I want it to be quite extravagant as you can imagine I feel like the lengths I go to just for like my birthdays and stuff paints paints a light in the length I'll go to on my wedding but how exciting how fun will that be whenever my time does come and I can do like vlogs podcasts about it oh exciting times you are self-conscious about your height no I actually always would say no like it's not something that bothers me honestly ever but I will tell you what recently I've hated whenever I have to wear heels because the only heels that I can physically walk in are like those huge platform ones that are like what six or seven inches high and I so I'm five foot seven everyone says no you must be taller than five foot seven but trust me guys my dad actually measured me like two months ago and it's usually boys who say this because they're maybe telling a wee porky pie that they're taller than they are right but anyway I'm five foot seven so when I wear those six or seven inch heels I'm into the six foot region and I do tower above everybody so say we go on a night out and for example I'm with Molly who is small and then she wears small heels and I wear the big heels when I'm already a tall gal it's ridiculous so I do get self-conscious about it then but that's the only time like day-to-day in flat shoes I like my height I like being tall I have quite long legs which I like and doesn't bother me at all Callum's really tall so again that's not something that bothers me my, my brother's huge so I never feel like tall in my family um only time it bothers me is when you have to wear heels see in general I just hate heels like yeah they look nice but I can't stand them they make me feel self-conscious about my height they make me fall they cause me great injuries they're so uncomfortable <laughs> trainers all the way you have more than 10 grand in the bank oh nosy uh, I do actually I'm very glad to say I do. Ask me this last year, no chance, not even close to it. When I think back to the way I used to spend, it was so silly. Like buying like Balenciaga shoes, Balenciaga bags when I definitely shouldn't have been. Like see if you have two grand in the bank, don't go and buy £500 pair of shoes. That to me now is really, really silly, but that's the way I lived for a really, really long time. Um, but I've gotten so much better with money recently. I'm really proud of myself. Um, so yeah, I do. I do have more than 10 grand in the bank. Go queen. On the topic of money, there was actually a few assumptions. This one said, you are quite frivol- frivolous with money. Don't know if I'm saying that right. I had to Google it. And when you Google it, it says, eh, frivolous not having any serious purpose or value and then someone else said you spend a lot um I would say I do spend a lot of course I live quite 
what do, what does lavish mean? If that means rich, then no, I don't live a lavish lifestyle. But obviously, I go out pretty much every weekend. I go on a lot of holidays. I buy a lot of clothes. I have some really nice like designer items so I definitely do spend a lot but I wouldn't say anymore I spend out with my means I'd say I've gotten a lot better with money um like I have in my head like I figure I'd never let myself get below I put away I put a lot away every month if I can obviously with my job right now I don't have a salary. I don't really know what I make a month. I don't know what I make a year. I don't know if I'll make anything next year. There's no job security. So whilst things are good right now, I'm trying to be smart with it and put it away for a rainy day when things might not be so good. So I think people would be shocked to know I actually have gotten really good with money. So patting it back for my gano. You don't care what others think of you. I do give off that. I do act like a hard man. I'm like, you know what? This is me. This is me. Look out, cause here I come. I'm really in the mood to watch that again. I wonder if I could watch that tonight. Yeah, a nice chilled night. I'm going to force myself to go to the gym later. Not force, because I actually do want to go, but I'm still not feeling 100%. I'd say if I was to rate my overall health right now, I'd give it a strong 34%. Like, I am not thriving right now. But I think what I need is routine. Like, I got up really early this morning, thanks to this stupid fly, actually. It was in my ears since 6am to half 7. I opened the window, tried to let it out and everything, but nope. I wanted to in my ear all morning. So thanks to the fly who got me up. But I'm going to try and eat healthy, go back to the gym, get work done, then chill out and maybe watch The Great Showman. What was the question? Oh, I don't care what people think. Yeah. So I act like the big man sometimes. Don't care. This is me. If you find me annoying, blah, blah, blah. To an extent, that's true. Like, see if people are like, you're cringy, you're annoying, you're not funny. That's fine. That will not keep me up at night. But see if anybody thinks I'm a bad person or not a genuine person or not a real person that shit will turn me in my grave like I have a real real problem with people thinking I'm a bad person I think because the main thing I strive for in life is to be a kind good person is something I really really hold in a high regard and if people say the opposite that's like something I physically cannot accept and it really really sends me into a bad place which you will find out next week I will go into more details with that in the anxiety episode but no the cold hard truth is I do care we probably all care to an extent we're human I think that's normal but as long as people think I'm like a genuine nice person that's fine you can think I'm annoying you can think I'm ugly you can think I dress like a clown all of that is absolutely fine but please think I have nice models because I promise I do You've never felt insecure about your body. Oh, Lord. I mean, I wish that was true, but that could not be further from the opposite. If you have been here for a while, my wee roller coaster rider, there is an episode in season one where I talk about body image. If you listen to that, you will hear all about my kind of, I'd say long struggles, like year upon year struggles with my body that I had for a long time. I'd say now, thankfully, touch heavy wood, I'm in the best place I've been in a long time when it comes to my body. Like, in Ibiza, I'd say there was maybe like two days where I was like, oh, I don't love my body in this. Like, I wish I looked like this, that. But it maybe lasted for about 15 minutes for two days. So maybe, maybe in 
Within the 160 hours in, I was in Ibiza. I probably thought about my body for 30 minutes of that, which is pretty good going. At the moment, I'm in quite a positive place with like my body image and how I look. I do go to the gym a lot. I do try to eat relatively healthy. I don't calorie count. I don't put any like stress on myself. I don't restrict myself from what I want. I have quite a good healthy relationship with food and exercising right now and I do feel like when you find that balance it kind of just like radiates out if that makes sense like because you feel good on the inside you also feel good on the outside like realistically I'm not where I want my body to be like I need a bunda like where can I find a bunda that doesn't involve getting a BBL because fuck that shit oh my god I could I could never that is that something so terrifying to me I'm glad I'm scared of cosmetic surgery because I know I'll never be able to get it um but no I'm not 100% where I want to be but at the same time like life is so quick like don't spend your time sitting worrying about your body I know that's easier said than done but having been someone who's came out the other side you'll end up just regretting why you thought about it for so long like just take care of your body your body's a temple take care of it please don't stress about it it's here to serve you you're not there to serve it that's probably the worst advice I've ever gave you never ever expected this to be your full-time job this could not be more accurate this could not be more correct to this day this blows my mind like right now it's Monday morning it's 20 past 8 in the morning I'm sitting in my room downstairs that's covered in parcels and fun things I've been sent for free I'm recording my podcast and this even though I don't get paid for my podcast this is what I class as my job that's bonkers never ever 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 in a million years did I ever think that this was at all possible at all within my reach and things are going quite well at the moment touch wood again you'll hear about this next week and how I have this constant fear of failure but I have trying to be doing a lot of reflection the past couple of days because I have been feeling a wee bit iffy and things are going really well like I'm actually succeeding quite good in this job right now like opportunity wise money wise and this is just never I cannot tell you how much I did not expect this in my wildest dreams it's been the biggest shock and I think I've quite like it being the biggest shock because I don't know if I'm ever gonna understand that this is normal so I feel like the level of like gratitude I have towards it is so large that I'll always be quite humble about it, I think. And I think that's quite a good thing. Um, So yeah, I absolutely cannot believe it. I really hope it continues because this is just, this is my jam. You are not very lovey-dovey, touchy-feely vibes. Eh, Yes and no. Like, for example, if I'm out with Calm, I love holding his hand. Like, I'll always grab his hand. I like holding his hand in public, whether it's like going out for Nando's, where it's on holiday where it's jumping in the shop for Lucas Aid, I always hold his hand like that's like my comfort thing but I don't think I'd ever kiss Cal in public that's like not my thing I don't really like what do you call that PDA public did something affection pub oh. what what is that thing I don't know I'm not really like a mushy person in public yeah come to think of it I don't think I've ever ever kissed Calm in public I'd give him like a peck on the lips like at Disney like but I'd never like have like a full-on 
French kiss. Oh no, that makes me feel so strange. <laughs> no, uh, I like to hold his hand. That's probably it. Like behind closed doors. Yeah, I'm like really cuddly. I really- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. They, like, snuggle into Calm. Or, like, say we were on a plane or something, I'd snuggle into him. But, no, I wouldn't kiss or anything. It's just not really my thing. That would make me feel a wee bit embarrassed. Like people were watching, that would just make me feel a wee bit strange. <laughs> you never argue with your friends. Yes, I know. I mean, I can't say never because I have argued with my friends, but it's very, very, very rarely. Like, there's only an argument if I would only ever not start an argument because I never ever go into something intending to start an argument, but I'd only ever bring up an issue with a friend if I've been hurt or if I feel like it's something we need to speak about in order to move on with our friendship. So I, I don't ever start arguments unless it's like really, really necessary. When I argue with my friends, it actually sends me into turmoil. Like say the argument lasts like two days, three days, whatever. For those two, three days, I'm an emotional mess like I struggle to get out of bed I can't eat I feel sick I'm sobbing it's like I'm going through a breakup like I'm really not good at being in a bad place with my friends and I think it's because it just doesn't ever happen like you get friends who in my opinion are quite toxic like they'll argue a lot or like in public in front of people and I'm like oh red flags and people that people that name call their friends oh my god how the how the fuck do you get back from that like calling each other cows or saying like they hate each other like what how do you ever recover from that my arguments with friends have never been like bad or heated or mean or nasty it's just always been like feelings communicating feelings but obviously like everybody gets defensive and will always stick up for themselves which is totally natural I'd do the same but yeah I very very rarely argue with my friends and when I do it takes it out of me like I need like a sparity after that like I do not cope well with arguing with my friends I just want to love everybody and cuddle everybody and have happy rainbows and daffodil genders forever thank you you done really well in school um I mean obviously this is a matter of opinion what is really well to me might not be really well to somebody else so I'll tell you what I got so I done national fives which is like when I was in school it changed from standard grade to nationals if you go to a Scottish school so that's like your kind of fourth year exams I got I think I got like I got an A in drama did I get any other days? I think I got a 
B in English, a B in maths, which was so funny because I was I was failing my maths prelim. I was so bad at maths, like just day to day. And a lot of people failed National 5 maths, like really, really clever people who were like predicted A's. And I got a B. And my maths teacher was like reading the results and he was like that. Wait, this can't be right. This is making mouse got a B. And I was like, yeah, I did. And everyone was like, oh, shocked. Like, nobody expected that. And he was like, no, this can't be right. He literally headed to, marched to the head of maths. Like, this is saying Megan Mills got a B. There's no way she got a B. Like, the smartest people in that class have failed and she got a B. It was really groundbreaking that I got a B. <laughs> to be fair, I left it thinking, like, I've failed that. I just kind of winged my way through it. Guess, guess, guess. Some people don't write anything on an exam paper. Guys, that's the worst thing you do. Write something, because it might be right. It might be really wrong, but there's more chance of that being right than the than the blank page. So I, fi- I actually passed that. They let me do higher for about three weeks, and I was so shocking at it. They were like, you know what? That was a total fluke you passed. I think you should just be proud of that and leave maths and never return. And that's what I've done. So I think I got a B in maths. I got a... D in physics, that didn't go well. Uh, failed French. Uh, I've done admin. Did I get a C maybe in admin? Um, what else did I do? Can't remember. And then hires, believe, believe it or not, I did do it higher English over two years, but I got an A. An A in higher English, that is something I do not let people forget. I don't even think I've told you that yet. So guys, by the way, I've got an A in higher English. Me up. Yeah, it was really impressive. Then I got an A in higher drama, a, a B in music. Oh, no, that was in at five, though, because I'd done that in fifth year. That's hilarious because I've told you I sang. Oh, my God, that is mortifying. I definitely got a B because I was really good at the written side of music and I could play one song on the guitar. I think the, the singing, I must have got like the lowest marks possible. Like, I feel like if, if if I could at least hold a note, I'd have definitely got an A because I was really good at the written side and the guitar. But, oh, my God, I sang a whole new world, a whole fantastic point of view. Oh, should, should I do a roller coaster special and sing what I sang for my music exam? I'm going to put a poll up on Rollercoaster and Podcast Instagram and you just can vote. <laughs> yeah, I think basically I got four hires, which is which is good. I mean, that more hires than what some people have. I done, I'd say in my opinion, I done all right in school. I did not really try. I didn't excel myself. I wasn't interested in school. Again, sorry, I know I keep talking about next week, but you are going to hear about a lot next week of these things I'm talking about. So I'd say I done okay in school. Nothing, nothing great, nothing bad. Right, a lot of you are saying you're the biggest riot on a night out. I don't know whether I should be offended or laugh. Eh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. As far as riots go, yeah, I'm definitely a riot. But I will say, guys, I have improved as the years goes on. If you've seen me when I first started drinking when I was like 16, 17, 18, probably all the way up until I was like at least 21, it was 
so bad. Like, I'm really shocked anybody, like my mum or dad, Callum, my friends, I'm really shocked anybody allowed me to go out and drink alcohol because I, I got to the point where it was like I needed 24-7 supervision care. Like, I could not be trusted to not go out and fall, be sick, lose things. Like, I was just, I was just so bad. It wasn't even funny. Like, it was ridiculous kind of behaviour. And I'm actually so shocked that to this day nothing tragically bad has happened to me I mean some bad I've had bad experiences but thankfully I've always had a really good group of people around me who've been there to protect me but like see if you're going out and I'm speaking to myself and anybody who can relate if you're going out and having to depend on other people helping you so they're giving up their night out to take care of you then that's a problem it's not cute like you can do that I'd say you have 10 passes in your teenage years to do that 10's been quite generous if you're like me and we're doing that every weekend someone should be telling you to stay the fuck home because that was too far in recent years I very very rarely depend on somebody I'd say I have been really good I'm still definitely a riot like I'll never be one of those girls who just stand looking pretty in a club get a wee bit tipsy have a wee boogie that will never be me I've accepted that I know that it's just who I am inside. I'm definitely still a riot, but I'd say I'm a good riot now. I'd say I'm more of a funny riot, or so I'd like to think, instead of like a, someone calling an ambulance, she's a riot. You are really laid back and don't mind Calzo talking to other girls, etc. I would like to say so. I'd say as a couple, me and Calm are both really laid back. Um, I'd say my laid backness if that's English, I've got an in high English, remember, it definitely comes from his, like, he has always been really fine and sound with me talking to other boys, like, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, when I've had a drink in me, I am, like, will talk to anybody, any age, any de- any gender, it, absolutely anybody at all, it doesn't matter who, and I'll always throw my arm around someone, I'm very like friendly when I'm drunk, and he's always been fine with that, it's never ever been an issue, I can definitely imagine there's boys out there who like don't even let you breathe the same direction as another boy, but I think it's because me and Calm just have so much trust between us, like we're coming up to our seven year anniversary, there's never once been like something where it's like right we've had to have a serious conversation like nobody's done something on a night out nobody's sent a weird message to anybody our issues have never ever been involving other people which is really really nice to admit so both of us have really high levels of trust and both of us are really friendly people like the way I am on a night out so is Callum and he I don't know, he's just, he's such like a friendly, in my eyes, Calm's like a friendly giant. All my like girl pals are really close to Calm. He like dances with all the girls. Yeah, I have absolutely no issues and that's because he has no issues with me. It's like very much a two-way street. Um, Calm and so you all know that I've got like a new group of friends. They're not new anymore. We're coming up to our, our year anniversary, guys. But Calm and Ailey have like a special bond. They're so cute. Like we were walking out Riverside and I had to run ahead so I was going to be sick and I turned around and they two were walking out Riverside like cuddling each other like Cal's putting his jacket around daily like they're just so cute and like I think some people would be a bit like why is my boyfriend like that with my friend like is that weird is that something I should be worried about like when I'm not there they like post pictures together and all that like I think there's definitely people out there who would be a wee bit worried like and I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's probably quite natural but 
we're just at a point where it's like I know he's never going to do anything to me. I'm never going to do anything to him. And I just, I, lo- I love seeing him be friends with other girls because I think it says a lot about him in a really nice way. You believe in memories, not savings? Yeah, yes. I, I would, I'm being hesitant because, as I said, I actually have gotten really good at saving money. Like, I'm actually impressed with my savings right now. But if it came down to it, I think I'd pick the memories within reason I would never let myself like I'd never run my bank down so low to the point where I'm skint because it's never really been something I've ever done like I've definitely lived out with my means before like buying designer items that realistically I shouldn't be buying and I should be saving because you don't need them but when it comes to like memories or amazing savings I would always put through always put the memories first because as, as morbid as this is, like, tomorrow's not promised. Like, I might not be here next week, next month, next year, in the next decade, the next century. Nobody knows how long they've got here. So why have all this money saved? And then what if, God forbid, you couldn't spend it one day? So I'd say I have a good balance right now, but I don't know if that's just because I'm in quite a fortunate position at the moment with work. So if it came down to it, I would prioritise my memories over savings definitely but that being said you should always have a wee bit of money behind you just in case of emergencies but yeah you can't look you can't place memories you can always replace money you are a gal's gal and would help a girl a random girl in a toilet absolutely I would consider myself to be a really big girl's girl I, I am also all my friends say like find it hilarious like whenever I'm on a night out I befriend. Is that the word? Befriend? That sounds like you're not letting people be your friend. Who knows? I make friends with everybody. Like, I'm telling people they can stay at my house. This is girls, by the way, because obviously that'd be a bit weird. I'm always saying, like, we can meet up and go for a coffee. We can stay at my house. We can do this. Like, here's my Instagram. Here's my number. Blah, blah, blah. I am that person. As soon as I've had a drink in me, I just love to chat to people, meet new friends. I'd say, though, most of my group are like that. We're all a really friendly bunch. But yeah, definitely help people in the toilet. Help and anyone who needs help, I'd help them 100%. We actually were walking home from Ocean Beach and Ibiza and there was these two like younger boys and it gave me the fear because it reminded me so much of my wee brother, like his age. And they were lying, like they'd obviously taken something quite dodgy. They were lying, looking almost dead, to be honest with you. It was not good. And us as all as a group like just stopped we helped them we made sure an ambulance was coming and the shop owner was out helping anyway he was really helpful but obviously we bit of a language barrier because shop owner was Spanish and these boys were British we stayed and we helped them and none of us were going to leave until we knew they were okay like by the time we left they were sitting up we'd got them to be sick we were getting them to sip water the ambulance was on its way always help people like you don't know when you'd been in that position where you need help I personally could never just walk past like something as scary and as dodgy as that boy or girl help them because you might need the help one day oh my god yes this one says you can't ever be sitting still I have a real issue with not being able to relax I've found the past few days when I've been rough maybe for quite hard because I know my body just needs to chill out and I'd do feel physically too unwell to do anything but I hate just sitting about like a lump of wood I can't stand it like I'm such like an active 
even my mind is just so active it's always ticking over I always want to be doing something it is a real issue and even Calm gets so annoyed he's like can you not just sit at peace and watch the TV and I'm like no like when I'm watching TV I'm like maybe I could place a quick order maybe I could um, go through my selects for work maybe I could do this maybe I could do that maybe I could do some swipe ups my brain never just switches off it's so annoying Guys, I don't know whether I should be annoyed or really happy. When I do assumptions, not that I do it often, but you know what I mean, I always hope people are going to write kind of like juicy ones that I can like answer and maybe even have to defend myself. But I'm not going to lie, you guys are so nice to me. Literally, most of these are like, you're the sweetest person, you're so genuine, you're a really good friend, you're so down to earth. Like people are literally just making my wee head grow 10 sizes too big uh, so thank you so much that actually means the world and it's so nice to actually read that because those are those are the things I would want people to say about me as an influencer or whatever it is you want to call me I'd rather people say I'm a nice person than I have nice outfits I mean both would be a great bonus but that's what I'd always prioritise so it's really nice to read that and it's nice that you do think that of me so thank you my roller coaster riders I will wrap up for there because I need to go and get on with my work I'm hoping today's the day I feel human I can get back to normal life please 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 I have a busy week coming up oh my god I have a really oh just wait for the end of the week <laughs> I actually been so rough to the point I forgot about it but wait to the end of the week <laughs> Make sure you're following me on Instagram, on uh, YouTube for the vlog. <gasps> I'm really excited. Something, something really fun is coming and I'm really buzzing about it and I'm really grateful. And on that note, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, as I said, next week is going to be a deeper episode about anxiety. I'm going to overshare as I do best, delve in. Thank you so much for sticking around, supporting me in any way that you do. I love you all to absolute bits. I'm so, so happy that this is my life right now. Still can't believe it. Still pinching myself every day. I love yous and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Life goes up and oh, wait, also, sorry, had to, had to mention before you go, don't be away quite yet. My amazing editor, Tom, you know Tom, he's actually going on his holidays, well deserved enjoy yourself Tom so next week's episode might be a couple of days late, because um, obviously I'm not the worst boss, I would not make him edit on his holiday, so there might be a couple of days delay, and that is why, it's summer guys, you've got to expect me and Tom Tom to be off on our holidays, um, do you know that's where me and Tom met, was on holiday great guy great guys so let's all uh, wish Tom a lovely holiday happy holidays Tom and I'll see you next week at some point I love you goodbye life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around so little and we keep track of time being so serious idiots thinking it will matter keep me company downtown before the clock runs out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 